not many people that are very successful got there by being comfortable. I don't want to have that backup plan because I want to make sure this works. You're giving up something, your nine to five job, and going to work on something that's a passion project. Today I want to talk about going all in, burning the ships, betting on yourself or your business. That's something that can be really terrifying or really exciting. I think at the beginning, when you're starting at zero, it's mostly all exciting because you're giving up something, your nine to five job, and going to work on something that's a passion project. So at the beginning, people always think that starting at zero, you have a massive disadvantage in the marketplace. I believe that's a, you can use it as a superpower. You have, you have nothing to lose. If you're the guy on the shop floor quitting his job to go start something new, there's really no risk there. You can always go back and get that job. As you progress in life, it does get harder and harder to take those huge risks because you're now losing status and there's embarrassment attached to it and all these other things. So if you're middle management or you're, you know, a C-suite, something like a higher job position, it's a lot harder to just quit that and go get a job because or, or to go work on your passion project. Because to come back, you're probably not going to get that same job, for sure not on the back of a failure if you went and started something new and have to go back and into the job market, you're not, you will have lost all those years of, of, of uh, reputation and all of that. So I think it's a huge superpower to start at zero. It's, there's a lot less risk than, than later on in life. The other thing I always think about is, you know, people always fear that the biggest thing usually isn't going all in financially. It's, it is that reputational risk or the embarrassment to your friends and family all of that of having something fail. But I always think if you're 20 or 30 years old and you take that risk and it doesn't work out and maybe you take it a couple times, you're never going to meet someone who's 60 and they're working at a factory or whatever the thing is and judge them on a failure that happened 30 years ago. So I think we put way too much emphasis on what people think of us. And the reality is the people you know today aren't going to be this, like the vast majority of them aren't going to be the same people that you know 30 years from now. So no one's even going to know that happened. So I think we do put too much pressure on ourselves thinking about what other people are caring about what other people think. Alex Sermosi says it really, really well when he talks about the queen dying, right? How many times this week have you thought about the queen? Probably none until right now. She was one of the most famous people in the world, you know, and she died and, and no one really thinks about her again. Imagine how little people are going to think about you after you die. So you shouldn't put too much weight on that. Now, there's been a couple times in my career where, where I went all in on my business. And I kind of want to break that down for you. Maybe there's little things you guys can take. I think what doesn't get taught enough is the motivation to do it is what a lot of times I'll go to a conference and, and everyone gets hyped up. And you can, you can use that motivation to quit your job and go start something new, but there needs to be a pretty well-structured plan. You want to have the best probability of success in the new thing. So with us, the first time we did it, it was, it was when we built a gym. That was our first operating business. Financially, we went all in. And the way I planned it out, we didn't have a model to really go on because it was a smaller community. It didn't have a gym of that scale. We were building the building, so we were going to get stuck with that. There wasn't much use for that building otherwise. And the way I structured it was I looked at what's the minimum amount of people we needed and then 
just to cover the business expenses. And then if I went and got a job when the, when I wasn't at the gym, you know, five to midnight or something like that, if me and my wife both work, could we support ourselves and the business? So even if the business wasn't doing exactly what we wanted, we didn't have a plan B, the business had to make it, but we could sustain the business for long enough to make it work. And luckily for us, that didn't happen, but it did require a lot of work. I had to go there long before business hours and I trained people in the morning and in the evenings just just to make sure that that worked because that was we didn't have a plan B financially. If that didn't work, we were in a very bad spot. And I think for most people, the financial side is probably the easiest side to get your head around because for sure, if you're starting with very little money or very little assets, there's not a ton of risk there, even if you went bankrupt. I mean, how bad is that? You're seven years, you're back on your feet and and people can go bankrupt and and start over a lot of times. You can get your head around that for sure. I think in today's world where so many people have so much debt, it's just, it's easier to understand. The harder part is the the reputational risk, I feel like is what most people are scared of. And that's what I, you know, I think should there should be less weight on that. But going all in can mean a bunch of different things. It, it, it can mean leaving a friend group or a peer group, right? If I know everybody's heard the saying that if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Or if you're the richest person in a friend group, you're in the wrong friend group. And that's very, very hard to leave that. I mean, you, you, it's hard to be the top of something and go to be the bottom of something else. And I heard a really cool tip the other day, and I've been guilty of, of not following this in the past for sure. But they said, once you do move into that new circle, shut up, right? You don't, you don't want to go in there and just talk about yourself nonstop because that, that won't be well received. And all the people are well above you. They don't, they don't need to hear that. So just be a sponge, absorb as much information as you can. And I, I find that in my own life. I, for sure, at the beginning, I'm so passionate about real estate. That's all I want to talk about. And sometimes I miss the opportunity to ask people above me, you know, questions that could really help me out. And I see that with, with really new investors. Sometimes they'll reach out to me and want to talk about stuff. And, and they, you know, they talk mostly about themselves. And that, that I think it's just a common mistake. We're, we're kind of wired that way to want to tell people about what we're doing and sometimes miss those opportunities to really absorb information and, and learn and grow into the new circle. The second time that we went all in was when we, we sold the gym, we moved to a completely new city. And that was a lot harder and a lot more risk for us. We were giving up an operating business that we'd ran for five or six years um, and we didn't have a plan B. So we essentially moved to the city, bought our first piece of property and and we were renovating it, doing it all ourselves. We didn't have that backup plan. And we really did burn all the bridges. We sold our house. We used that money to put into the first property and our business money. I At the time, I, I used to farm, so I had a class one driver's license. And when I moved to Alberta, I was going to renew it. And that was always in my head. I was like, well, I could just go drive truck and make money that way on the side. And I thought, you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm not going to renew it. It's very expensive to get it from scratch again. And I'm like, I don't want to have that backup plan because I want to make sure this works. And we were coming into a place where we didn't have, you know, that ecosystem that we did back home. There was, there was no reputation. Nobody cared who you were or what you'd done. It's, it's a brand new place. And we were starting from scratch. And that can also be very powerful because you're, you're forced to make it work. So every evening that we had to work or, or every weekend, you know, we basically lived at the properties for the first year just, and we would bring our kids there. And that's, that was our, our life. 
because it had to work because we didn't have that backup plan. We, we didn't have something to fall back on. If this didn't work, we were, we were financially and in every area of our life in a very bad spot. And I think that's missed too, where, where the appealing part is quitting a job that you hate if you're working like just a regular nine to five and going into this passion thing. But the reality is you could never start something new and have the same amount of effort that you had at your job. That's my belief at least. So you couldn't go into something new and put in 40 hours a week. It, it's effort in is results out. So I think you have to all in means maybe it means giving up your social life for a period of time or mi- missing family thing, whatever that is, that that's part of, of going all in. And for some people that's leaving a friend group, right? It, it's very hard that those are the hard things is leaving a group of friends that you've been with your whole life to go do something new because maybe they're holding you back slightly or, it can be family, it can be anything that, and you have to make those changes. And those are the things that, that they don't teach, I think, at a lot of courses or, or motivational stuff. And that's the really hard thing to kind of get over. In my own life, I always think about restarting now, or if, if something, if we took a massive risk and failed, you know, would it be worth it? Because I see big companies and they, as they grow, it seems like they slowly, you know, progressively get more and more risk adverse, right? And even now in the real estate market, I believe there's a big opportunity coming and it'll be interesting to see if some of these big companies take advantage of it because they, if you're sitting on a ton of cash and stuff starts coming to the market for cheaper, you're in a really good spot. But if you're sitting on a ton of cash and you can make 6% in the bank, do you really want to risk, you know, losing a bunch? taking that risk. So I think being smaller and more nimble can be a big advantage. Once you get bigger, it just gets harder and harder because you're moving down multiple levels. You're not going from zero to one. You might be going from eight to zero. And I think the big advantage for new people is going zero to one and back to zero. There's very little risk there. For myself, I always use that as 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 motivation or like the pain point of me staying where I am and not getting to the next level is a lot bigger pain point than it would be going from where I am today and back to zero. That That's not hard for me to get my head around. You know, I, I, I don't need anything that I have today. I can start back at zero. I enjoy the journey and, and everything that goes into it, but not getting to where I want to go and not f- fulfilling my potential, that that's a pain point for me. I, I really want to make sure that, that I'm always, you know, doing that so that makes the, the taking the bigger risks a little bit easier, right? Um, I think you always have to be moving forward and and not fearing what that failure looks like. But when you start out having a plan, right? When we, when we started the gym and we had that plan where we could go get jobs if we had to and all of that, that wasn't really a plan B. We were still focusing on making the business work, but it was a plan to get us to where we were going. So if we had to do that for a couple of years, that was something we were willing to do. I think the timing too, when, when, if you're just using motivation to kind of get you inspired to do something, you might miss the amount of time it takes. Uh, most, you know, overnight successes take 10 years. So it takes a long time to, and a lot of work. And, and if you have a plan B or a fallback plan or, or you're not focused on pulling yourself forward, I think it gets very easy to to get to a hard point and then just 
kind of give up on it because you know you're just going back to here you still have all the same friends and and all of that and i think that's why a lot of people talk about burning the bridges where it's you're maybe it's moving or or getting out of your comfort zone not many people that are very successful got there by being comfortable i think you have in order to grow you have to get out of your comfort zone you have to get you know really stretch yourself and then that becomes the new normal so if you guys are thinking of going all in, starting something new, don't worry about the reputation side. Just make sure you have the plan built out so that there's a high probability of success. There's always going to be risk with it, though, at any level. You know, nothing's guaranteed, but putting in all the hard work is, is, is a prerequisite that, you know, will go a long ways in helping you get to where you want to go. That's it for today's episode. If you guys can, just, just give it a rating and a thumbs up or depending where you're watching it, follow us. It helps you know, get us out to more people. Thanks for listening and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye.